Hey, it is me, Nikita, and welcome to Attempted Motherhood. I have been trying to make another uh, Attempted Motherhood episode for quite a while. I got halfway through the last one um, and then kids happened and then I tried to get back to it and my software crashed, which was super weird. Um, But anyway, I have had a bit of a roller coaster the last few weeks and I thought I would kind of share that with you um, and just talk about it a little bit because I found something very interesting that wasn't something that I had considered um, before having children. So a couple of weeks ago now, Josh's grandfather unfortunately passed away um, and it was really sad. Um, Josh uh, looked up to his grandfather and I don't know if you know me, but if you know me, you know that I have like an attachment to older people. Like I love old people and I know that sounds terrible, but I just do. Like I just click with them and my heart just goes all in when it comes to having some sort of relation with an older person. Um, So my grandparents, I love them. We have multiple family members or uh, family friends who I just hold so dearly. And so I uh, took this death quite difficultly. Um, it was, but it was interesting. So I have made an effort uh, with Josh's grandfather because they live. Josh's grandma and grandpa live quite far away. They lived in Adelaide, and we're in Wagga. And I made the effort to add Josh's grandpa on Viber. And I would send him photos and updates and I would check in on him about once a week just to kind of like make sure they were okay, how they were going. And I would say that I maintained that relationship for about 12 to 18 months. Um, And, you know, it was interesting because I went through this really interesting period. I'm going to say that word a lot and I'm sorry, but I went through this really weird period where when we found out that you know, he only had a couple of days to go or, you know, when we inevitably found out that he had indeed passed away, I felt like I was a cop out. Like I felt like I was a sellout in regards to the grief that I was feeling. Like I said, I attach myself, I go all into these relationships and I really shouldn't because I know the inevitable is that they're going to pass on. Um, But I really took it to heart. And I felt bad for doing so because, you know, I wasn't his grandchild. I have only known him or I had only known him for like six or seven years. You know, the relationship, like a lifelong relationship hadn't been there. And I felt bad for having big emotions about this because I didn't feel like I had the right to. And I explained this to Josh and he got so upset with me because he's like how dare you you know how dare I you know minimize my grief because I don't feel like I have the right you know it was it was really interesting time and looking back on it I do this and I have done this I have a track record of doing this in my past you know I do this with every you know funeral that I have ever been to I go you know what like I I didn't know them as well as I'd like to think I did. You know, there are other people, there are people closer, you know, there are people who are more deeply impacted by this than I am. So I don't have a right to feel, you know, and that's so wrong and it's so unhealthy. 
And it was really interesting then going to the funeral. So we drove across to Adelaide. Um, it's like a nine and a half, 10 hour trip in the car with the two boys <laughs> and that, oof, I would not recommend that. Um, three and a half hours outside of Wagga, like on the way there, we hit a kangaroo. Um, it was a bit scary. I am, oof, I don't even want to talk about it because Josh, if you're going to listen to this, I don't want you to know how much that has screwed me up. But, um, the f- funerals and things, they're interesting. You know, I feel like when you go to a funeral before you have kids, if you ever had been to one or you've ever been to one before you've had children, um, they're an interesting chapter in the process of grief, um, in the process of grieving and like healing and moving forward, if that makes sense. Like I have been to quite a few fun- funerals in my lifetime, um, The last one I went to was actually the person that James, my son, is named after. And it was really hard. Um, And I felt like the funeral was like almost that final chapter of grief, like where I cried lots and lots because I was in pain and I was so angry and upset. And once the funeral was over, it was like that element of like that really aggressive, intense turmoil was over. And then after the funeral, like I was able, like I was still sad, I was still upset, but it wasn't like intense, like it had been when I found out he had passed and then before the funeral. And so I hadn't obviously, I haven't obviously been to a funeral since having children and man, it's, it's tough. Um, When you become a parent, your like life's no longer about you. And I felt like so many different emotions on the day of the funeral. So we got to um, Adelaide on the Sunday, like lunchtime afternoon, and the funeral was on a Monday afternoon. And it was weird because the kids obviously being out of their routines, they're in a different time zone, they're in a different environment. You know, there's the excitement of just so many different family and friends and new faces, you know, and you can't tell me that you have a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old who is going to sit still for an entire service in an old school church with wooden pew seats and no air conditioning on a 40 degree day. You know, so we got coloring books for the kids and I tried to keep them quiet. I tried to keep them entertained, but my energy was focused on trying to keep them quiet because it wasn't like, it's not the environment for a child. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like it's not, uh, it's one of those times where quiet is kind of expected, where peacefulness is expected. And my children are not those things, you know? So it was tough and I felt so guilty. I was so embarrassed because my kids, like the service was right on nap time, but like my kids Like, and I can't blame them for that. And that's the other thing is like, I was getting so angry at them. And I was like, James, sit still, shut up, stop talking, stop moving, just sit still. Like he banged his head on those wooden pew chairs, like multiple times to the point where we had family who was sitting like up the back, come up to us afterwards and be like, is James okay? Was that his head? It's like, yes, that was his head. Yes, he's fine. But, you know, it's like, I was getting so angry at them and, I felt like they were being so inconsiderate, but they weren't to know. 
you know, and that was the element that I had to come to terms with was that they weren't being malicious. Their intent was not to hurt me or distract me from dealing with my emotions for the day. But, you know, it just, it just, yeah, it just sucked. And, and so my, I was getting embarrassed. I was getting upset. Um, I was, I was trying to deal with the grief, like bringing it back to this grief situation. I was trying to like grieve. I was trying to close off that chapter of grief. And more importantly, I was trying to allow my husband, um, to deal with that grief. I personally have both sets of my grandparents left. Um, and, so I, I, I can't fully understand what it feels like to lose a biological grandparent. The person I spoke about just briefly before, who James is named after, I would have considered him a grandparent. Um, I saw him like every week. He's known me for years, but he passed away. But anyway, I felt so bad for my husband. You know, we were sitting in church. There was a lovely service. It was, it was beautiful. There was a really nice, like, uh, he was, he was very religious. Um, and my husband is a sucker. I love you, Josh. I love you so much, but he is one of the most sensitive souls that I have ever seen. And he said to me on the way to Adelaide, he's like, I will put all the money in the world on the fact that they they will sing the hymn, uh, a friend in Jesus. And sure enough, the first song was that song. And he just started to cry. And when Josh cries, I cry. Um, when my husband's upset, I feel like I empathize and I'm one of those people that sucks because you know so I'm trying to allow my husband the time and the energy and just the moment to kind of reflect and grieve and process this whilst also trying to do it for myself but whilst also trying to wrangle my two children and it was not easy so the funeral's over you know, we kind of go along and it was, it's really weird because Josh made this comment of, you know, we maybe saw his grandparents like once a year, um, in towards the end, we probably only saw them maybe like once every two years. Uh, but growing up, they did see them quite a lot, but he was like, you know, if I saw him every day or I spoke to him every day, like if it was a habitual thing, then this would be a lot harder. But because not seeing him is not going to be like much different from the ordinary, it makes it, makes it a lot easier to deal with. But it's just really sucky. Um, so how do you deal with grief when you have kids? You know, I explained to James because he's of an age of understanding. I kind of explained in layman's terms that, you know, um, Grandpa Bickle had, well, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Grandpa had passed away anymore. And it was, so that was kind of one way to deal with it. And then we didn't linger on it. You know, Jim went off and did his own thing and that's cool. And I just kind of left it to go. Um but, you know, I have now, I feel like I've dealt with the grief, um, but at the same time, I don't. Like, I feel like having kids and grieving um, 
like having kids has changed the way that I grieve. And I guess that's what I'm trying to kind of think about, like, or articulate is the fact having kids, like you're like, oh yeah, my life's going to change. You know, you don't eat when you used to, you don't go out like you used to, you don't get to dress like you used to because kids impact your life, but you don't really get to stop and think about, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to grieve the same way. Um, because we don't like to stop and think about grief because that obviously means that, you know, someone, something, somebody, some element of our life has been put to rest. And I know it's really hard to think about in general, but I think it's really important to take some time for yourself to grieve when you do have kids. Like if you get the chance, um, the day after we came home. So we came home really early on the Thursday morning. We walked in the door about 1am. We didn't send Jim to daycare that day, but then we sent him to daycare on the Friday. And I think I took a moment on Friday, like it was nap time. Gideon was asleep. Josh was asleep. And I just kind of took a moment to just kind of reflect. And I read some of my Bible and I just kind of came to a place of being at peace with it you know, but I'm still processing the anger that lingers from the funeral because I'm still having to remind myself that my children aren't being malicious. They weren't trying to incite anger in me. They weren't being counterproductive. They weren't being malicious in all of that. You know, they weren't trying to be a distraction or cause a disruption during the service. But at the end of the day, that's what they did but that's because they don't understand. Um, And so I need to let go of that embarrassment and that anger and I need to process that. So yeah, I just thought this would be a really interesting topic to briefly touch on because it's not something that I had thought about. Maybe it's not something that you have thought about or maybe it's something that you have uh, encountered and you haven't been able to kind of work out why you are feeling the way you are feeling or articulate these emotions. So I hope your week has gone well. It's Friday. Um, Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy this cooler change in weather, no longer 40 scorching degrees. And I hope that today on International Women's Day, you feel appreciated and you feel heard. And yeah, I hope you have a really good weekend.